Hey guys, this is episode three and we're talking San Diego Comic-Con 2017. We talk about some of the announcements from Marvel, DC, Netflix, and a few others. Not much else to say, but ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your doom. Welcome to your doom. back uncle how are you i'm very well how are you justin <laughs> i'm good oh yeah these are your hosts yes <laughs> these are your hosts horses. horse well, these are your horses <laughs> horses a horse of course of course um, <laughs> 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 um apologies if this recording is coming out a little echoey because uh we're in the basement of my new house yes yay for me yeah. Um, it's got nothing in it right now, so it's got like uh, laminate floors and um, just an empty space, so the sound is kind of bouncing around everywhere, so it probably sounds like we're in an auditorium. So I'm going to have my work cut out for me for editing this yeah. later. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so if this doesn't sound echoey, I'm very good at what I do. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, what have you been up to, man? It's been a little while since we recorded last. I know. Um, lately, between the last time we recorded then, I, uh, I saw Metallica. That was pretty dope. Oh, yeah. I saw them. Did you do like an all-day pre-drink for that? This is ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, well, let me think. Well, I drove, so I, I, oh, okay. I limited the pre-drink to like a very small subset. And then once we got to the venue, I had a couple beers, but... Yeah. Uh, some of the other guys were going pretty hard. Yeah, um, it's a Sunday too. It was a school Sunday. night. It was a school night. I yeah. I took. I had actually taken the day off, and then on Monday I woke up completely fine. And then I was like, "Well, why take the vacation day?" So I just turned it off. And I, I it sends an alert to my boss. My boss goes to me. He's like, "Is everything okay?" I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "You canceled your vacation. Like, what was that about?" And I was like, "Oh, well, I thought it was going to be." Shit, too, too fucked up to go to work today, <laughs> so I didn't go. And he's like, "Ah, okay, cool." <laughs> uh, I love my boss. Perfect. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, Metallica Live, man. They're definitely getting old, but man, they put on a show. They put oh, on a good. hell of a show. Where was this? Where was this again? It was at the Rogers Center. Okay, so like seating, you guys had to buy seats. No, or? actually, so the entire we we're basically on like the Blue Jays field. Oh, nice. Yeah, so oh, we're cool. down yeah, yeah. there, and it was just, it was really good. Um, cool, man. The, the whole thing, we're, you know, just in the pit. Mm. Man, there was this moment where, okay, so I'm not one, I don't like, not that I don't like confrontation, I just don't like mosh pits. I don't like people pushing me, because yeah, I yeah. want to push back, and I like pushing back harder. Right. And that's not, yeah, I don't know, it kind of is what mosh pits are to some degree, but like, I don't know, I just don't like the contact. So, um, I tend to shy away from that. And then all of a sudden, one developed literally right next to me, and then some guy just basically bounces off of me. And usually, when that happens, I you know I set myself up, and yeah. you know that way I'm not getting pushed over. But what ended up happening, I didn't see it coming, so I got hit from the side, and I, I staggered for a couple of steps. 
and I stepped right on this girl's foot, small little girl. And I was like, I felt really bad. It was a big ass foot on her tiny foot. And I was just like, Oh, I'm sorry. And then her boyfriend or father, I don't know. He's an older, old, way older than it looks way older than she was. Yeah. And he comes over and he just starts pushing me over like this, right? Like strong arming you? Like strong arming you, yeah. but like there's a difference. Between, so there's strong arming where you're just kind of holding somebody. Yeah, but he's there, right? pushing. But he's pushing me back into the pit. And as soon as I felt like he was pushing me, I was like, no, I'm not fucking moving. Bro. Yeah. So I stopped and I started pushing him back. Yeah. And I put my finger in his face. I was like, I'm not going anywhere, man. This is what I'm sitting, standing right here. And he starts yeah. saying, get out of my face. And then all of a sudden he's, he realized I wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. And then the whole situation kind of de-escalated. And the pit was going on next to me. And then I just sat there or stood there watching that song. I think they were playing Master of Puppets. And I'm just watching that. And he's right next to me watching that too. And it was really awkward. I'm just like, <laughs> we didn't say anything. And then after that, I was going to bypass him. And I was going to go to the girl when after the song when there was a quiet, quiet moment. Just basically shove him. Not shove, but like move him out of the way. And basically say like, hey, I'm, I'm really sorry about stepping on your foot. Not my intention. Wasn't trying to get... Right. After the song was done, then he came up, he he went over to me and he just said, you know, sorry about that and this and that. It was yeah. a misunderstanding. Yeah. The guy was actually a really nice dude. Yeah. But yeah. I, I get like, you know, if you're with somebody that's small and you think that they're going to get trampled by somebody. Yeah, yeah. You just like boxing out. out. But yeah. yeah, but that's the thing. There's a difference. And I told him that too. I said, there's a difference between boxing out and pushing the guy away. If you push yeah. the guy away, that's different. And yeah. that's not cool in my eyes. So. Yeah, yeah. But uh, man, it was a good show. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I'm glad uh, you avoid. I was hoping that would. Part of me was hoping that would escalate into fisticuffs. But no, I'm kind of no. glad that that it did not. I didn't feel not. like getting dragged out of there. Some guy broke his ankle too. There's this really big dude. There's big like husky dude, and he was in the mosh pit the whole time. Like yeah. he was going in and he, out. Like and rolled out. his ankle or something. Yeah. Oh, and fuck. he took off his shirt, and then all of a sudden <laughs> he's like bouncing his hands on his belly and all that. Yeah. He looked like he was having a good time. And then I looked up, I was watching Metallica, and I looked down, and he's literally lying on the, on the floor. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit!" And Coco, my one of my buddies, was like, uh, "Or no, it wasn't Rocco. It was somebody else. One of my buddies is just be, oh yeah, I saw him roll his ankle really Ooh. hard. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah, I, yeah, I read a piece of news from that uh, from that concert. Uh, some guy couldn't find his car." <laughs> Yeah, like it was. I don't know why it appeared on my Google Now feed for whatever reason, but like in local news, man drives to Metallica concert and <laughs> and is stranded because he can't he can't remember where he parked and he couldn't find his car after the concert. Yeah, I think the guy was from like Syracuse. Or yeah, something Syracuse. Like yeah. He drove up from the states. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that's funny. That's and funny. then I think his parents sent out like a. A letter or something like that. Anybody that uh, what was it, it was a scavenger hunt. Have you people. seen this call? Yeah, basically like <laughs> these are the monuments that he remembered on his way back or on his way to the concert. Uh, Does anybody know which parking garage? Do you know if they found it? I don't. I oh, didn't look okay. into that. All right, but man, that was funny. Good, dude. good. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, this isn't a Metallica podcast, so uh, <laughs> we're gonna have to move on. Why not? <laughs> um, last few days I've been getting into some books so I made a little trip to the local library a couple had a couple of books waiting for me there um, I, re- I read a book called Monster Hill a comic called Monster Hill it is hilarious it's like this really it's like this it's it's a small like English town and every small English town has its own monster and it's mo- and they love their monsters when they get the town gets attacked everyone gets really excited yeah. and they start selling stuff from the attack they're like oh our monster's great he attacked our town six times in the last three weeks and they start selling people like rubble 
from the actual like attack and they're like fresh rubble from the last attack or whatever it's very like British in its humor like yeah. really funny um, I enjoyed that I'm in the middle of reading like Through the Woods it's just another horror comic really really well crafted the stories are a little weak it's a bunch it's like an anthology book uh, comic and uh, I saw a movie called The Invitation um, and it was really really good Really good. I highly recommend it for uh, for people who like not. It's not a horror film as much as it is. Is it? It's it's a thriller. I would compare it to a classier. Uh, You're next. Okay. I would say like that's kind of much slower burn. Like yeah. less in your face. Yeah. Way slower burn. Um, really, really well crafted movie. Um, uh, I think I think folks crafts like people who are fans of suspense should watch it. But like, if you're a fan of horror as well, you should watch it. It's a great, great True. little indie movie. Um, and I started reading a book called. Uh, it takes me a long time to choose what novel to read next because mm. comic books are usually a couple hours worth of reading. But to choose what novel to read next is a big deal. So I do a lot of research. I'm a slow ass reader. It takes me months to finish a book, maybe mm. even more. Um, I started reading a book called Summer of Night, and it's a supernatural coming-of-age story, and kind of like in the vein of like a Stephen King sort of Stand By Me slash It, um, uh, giving me the 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 no type. Yeah, you guys no could probably definitely hear us typing on this. Basically, yeah. we're on some plastic. I was just trying to right look now. up the the author's name. I'd forgotten his name. It's, it's written by Dan Simmons. Dan Simmons, okay. Yeah, and uh, I read a book by him uh, called The Terror just recently, which was about these two ships that tried to find the Northwest Passage um, in yeah. like the 1930s or 1940s. I might be getting the date wrong there. But um, this one has been compared to Stephen King, and uh, I, haven't even, I haven't read it, but mm. uh, I was looking for something comparable, and I was looking for something new that not everyone is not so saturated because I know a lot of about what happens in it. Yeah. Just from watching the miniseries and reading a lot about it. Um, this one's completely new. It's got that nostalgic factor. All the kids going out for school in the summer and like something happens to them. They all sort of like lose their innocence. Right. Um, small town America kind of thing. Really cool so far. I actually quite enjoy it. Nice. Um, so that's what's been going on. Other than that, like moving in. Yeah. Basically like taking all my shit and moving it in and trying to you know sort out where stuff is going to go and... Um, yeah, it's been like really exciting, real balls to the wall, actually. Like, <laughs> seriously, yeah. So, mm. yeah. Um, so SDCC, SDCC that just passed, yeah, this San Diego the... Comic Con. Yeah, well, actually, it's been a while since I've been to one. When I was working for DreamWorks, I got tickets basically every year as a professional, and living in LA, it's a two hour drive to. San Diego, so... Well, you came the first year I went. You Yo, Oh, that was your York. first year? I think it was my first year, yeah. Holy fuck. That I gotta a, tell you, man. That was, a, that was a weekend. That was a weekend, and I was so sick. At, like, literally, I felt... I got the I got what's known as the Comic-Con plague. <laughs> like, after that, I was sick for a few days. Flying out to the West Coast and flying back for, like, two nights. Yeah. It was just a brutal... And I took a red-eye back, and I, like... I worked that day. It was just a total fucking shit show. Yeah. Um, it was fun. 
But, you know, I'd gone to New York Comic Con every year I was living in New York. So that was about seven years. And I just like New York Comic Con better. Yeah. Because I feel like the um, the Javits Center in New York just, like, it flows. Like, the whole thing just kind of flows better in terms of crowds and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, if, from what I remember from my trip out west to San Diego, I just, it was hard-pressed to get anywhere. Yeah. Like, I just couldn't get places. Like, yeah. I needed to get somewhere. It was just shoulder to shoulder almost all the time. Yeah. Whereas I feel like say, like New York Comic Con was a little less yeah. um, congested. Although, in recent years, it's it's getting more it's and getting, more. It's getting more and more. It's getting yeah. worse. Um, and they've also separated Artists Alley into, like, a separate, like, thing where you have to go through this weird sort of tunnel. Oh, that's kind of strange. Thing to get over there. And it's, 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 it's a weird layout now, but... Um, I'm good. Once to San Diego Comic Con, that's enough for me. I'll yeah. go. I'll go, like we have our tickets for New York Comic Con this yep. year. Yeah. So we're definitely going. We're going to New York. Um, but San Diego was just too much. I remember waiting in line, Hall H, to see the Green Lantern oh, presentation fuck. for like three, four hours, and we were literally oh. going to be. We were like, like the, the next, next group. twenty people. Yeah, going in, and yeah. the hall was full, and I'm like, oh, so jaded. So jaded. Oh man! In hindsight, what a waste of time. But (laughs) yeah, well, yeah, I I suppose. But you know, you don't know that. No, I know at that time it was. I mean, just wasting like 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 half the day. Yeah, and I haven't lined up for Hall H since. I've gone. I've gone to Hall H since then, but usually it's something that like is on a Sunday and there's no lines on Sunday. Right. You just walk in, and usually that's because you know the blockbuster ones are Fridays and Saturdays. Right. So right. Yeah. I you know I stay away from that stuff. That was that was the last time I ever waited for anything explicitly at Comic Con. Yeah. I like in New, at New York Comic Con. I love like roaming the floor, seeing some of the smaller booths. Yeah. I found so much cool shit. Whether it was art or like I found this podcast once called the Leviathan Chronicles, which is an audio drama. It's fantastic pod but i just literally stumbled on it yeah like i was walking through so i found ton of cool a ton of cool shit uh that's where i met um uh the guy from glass eye picks yeah out there they they had a booth and uh and yeah just like roaming the floors but it was just great you know and uh i randomly i, I bumped into um i bumped into uh ray's do you remember that? I was there with. Oh, him. you were yeah, there. Yeah, we met Ray's, and yeah, I, I from, didn't know uh, he Underworld. sounded like that. Yeah, from Underworld, I don't and remember he the actually name. fucking sounds like that, which just kills me. It's like, because that's how I. That's how I. Um, that's how I recognized he was around. Yep. That's how I got. Someone was talking. Someone's talking like. This. <laughs> He, does, he was actually saying words, not just blabbing like it a baby. It didn't sound but, like But uh, he's got a great, great voice. And that's how I recognized him. He was just saying, and he's a, he's a massive dude. He's a big he's like, Yeah, he's like, he's like six and a half feet tall. Like, And uh, yeah, so like stuff like that. Stan Bush. Stan Bush, yeah. Ran into Stan Bush. You know, um, 80s... Semi rock star, Transformers rock I know, star. Transformers rock I don't know. Star. I don't know if he did anything else. I don't know what much... else he's done other than like the majority <laughs> of the Transformers uh, soundtrack. But uh, Roaming Floor has always been great. Artist Alley has always been great yeah. to go and talk to the artists, uh, get the book signed, and try and buy directly from them yeah. if I can. Yeah. Just because I know, like, when they bring their own stack, that money is 
all going to like it's called Artist Alley, obviously, but the writers are there as well. So right. it's like Writers uh, Alley. Right. <laughs> exactly. So so um yeah, no, I, I really enjoy that stuff. So I, st- I stopped, you know, hit, you know, trying to get to like actually, halt, that was the first and last attempt at something big. Yeah, to get into something because like uh, NYC has something similar. I think it's the Time Warner room or yeah. something like that. I, I can't went, remember. We went to. I think you were there with me. I went to something. It was Marvel related. Um, it might have been leading up to the Avengers. Actually, it was. It was leading up to the oh, Avengers. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I just I don't remember. I can't remember the room. Like, there's, there's, they have a room that's like a, yeah. like the big room. It's a big, there. Yeah, yeah, it's a big room. But I, I, I just, I don't even, it doesn't even matter yeah. anymore. So, yeah, anyway, yeah. So, a bunch of news came out from San Diego Comic Con. Neither of us, I, you went, you went after that, right? You went that one time I came down, but then you went to San Diego Comic Con after that. I went every year I was in LA. Yeah, I was oh, there okay. for all five of them. I was yeah. there from 2000. I missed the 2009 one because I wasn't there. So I went 2010, 11, 12, 13, 14, and then I left LA in 15. So I didn't okay. go to 15. So you've got some, you've got some hours yeah. spent at SDCC. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it progressively got worse over time. More people, more density. The con would even more affect the outdoors of the con. Yeah. Bleed into the night. Like that was my favorite time going with some of my friends down there. It was like... The nightlife was really cool. Yeah. Like after you, after the. Con, I remember we went out. Oh, <laughs> we went out that night. We destroyed oh, that. Yeah, that was we, great. We yeah. broke down that city, yeah, and it was it was great. amazing. But like over the years, all of a sudden, it's like it's less people from San Diego going out to bars, and it's all just flooded with Comic Con people yeah, towards Comic-Con thing, post, and yeah. that's that's all well and good. But like, it, you know, during the day you've got one thing, and then all of a sudden at night it's the same thing again, just a different environment. Yeah. It's like ah, I like the divide. I like being able to see like hang with like San Diego people and get to talk about like what are your thoughts on Comic Con? Basically, shutting down your city for the next few days. <laughs> yeah, so. and maybe that's why they're not there. Yeah, um, I, and I think that that sort of that sort of makes sense. One of the things about New York Comic Con is that the Javits Center isn't really close to anything. It's not right. It's not close to any nightlife, right? Right. right, right. So whenever we, I mean, whenever you came down, we would. My strategy was always to catch the train back home, and I would go on the opposite side of Manhattan, basically. And like you still have folks out from Comic Con, and I don't mind that at all. It just it doesn't literally bleed from the con, like out into your favorite bar, you know, like that kind of thing. A few people or whatnot, that's totally cool. But like when the entire bar is shoulder to shoulder and it's all comic it's packed. It's like, yeah, fuck. Like, I just want to grab a drink. Get the fuck out of my way, Pikachu. (laughs) Pikachu. (laughs) I'm not kidding. There was a dude at the bar in my way and he did a big friggin' Pikachu costume and was poking me in the face with his damn tail. You were talking about... Is that what they call it now? Well, I (laughs) hope it was his tail. We all hope it was his tail. Otherwise, he peaked my chew. <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, you know, I love, the, I love the culture, and I like, I like that, I like that idea. But I can understand that if you're living in the city, oh. that it can be quite alienating yeah. to have like a lot of, a lot of folks. You know, just it's kind of like uh, I don't know. I felt that way. I feel that way about SantaCon. Like in New York, they have SantaCon. Do you guys? Yeah. Uh, do you guys I, have I that on in L.A. Or? No, not no. to my knowledge. Maybe I. And they don't. I don't know if they have it in Toronto either. But man, SantaCon in New York is a total fucking shit show. And like the East Village, Alphabet City, Lower East Side are common. Like yeah. there's a that that's like a place people traverse to 
dress up, all dress up as Santa and his elves and just go get blasted at noon. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Anyway. Support that part of it. But. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, like, a lot of news came out of uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, I got a couple of things here. Maybe I'll, I'll start with one. Kick you it go off. Yeah, it. go for it. Let's talk about the Thor trailer. Have you yes, seen that? Yes. Holy shit. I got to tell you, man. The Thor, tra- the Thor trailer was really good. I really enjoyed that trailer. Um, and I got to admit, I haven't read a lot of Thor. Um, I think the most amount of Thor I've read is from the Ultimates. Yeah. Like, I haven't I haven't read a Thor series. Um, but, uh, man, this trailer just kills it. Yeah. And you know what I think is funny? Everyone loves this trailer. You know what I think is absolutely hilarious and ironic? This trailer looks like the trailer for a Zack Snyder film. Really? I there is a that. tremendous amount of embers, overcast, and slow motion in this trailer. True, true. Literally, there's a shot of Hela turning around with giant horns on her head in slow motion with this, like, and I'm like, that is frame for frame a shot from 300. Yeah. Like, there's just no, there's no two, and it's so, I think it's really interesting how. So the director of this film is is a fantastically talented man. Taika, I'm, I'm probably not pronouncing his name right, but I think it's Taika Waititi. Okay. And uh, he did um, fl- uh, Condors, Flight of the Condors. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting the name wrong. But uh, it was a comedy thing. And then he did uh, a movie called What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, um Oh God, the Concords. Concords, uh, not Condors. Not Flight uh, of the Con. Is it Flight of the Concord? Maybe, no. maybe. Whatever. I think so. the, the two, the two. Yeah, I know the two musicians. He is Flight of the Concords. Hilarious. And uh, what we do in the shadows? I took a couple of friends to see that movie in New York, and yeah. man, and they, these guys don't like horror films or genre films, but they were. We were crying. It was yeah. so funny. I bought that movie on Blu-ray. So so good. Very very good. And then he did a movie called um, Hunt for the Welder People. Mm-hmm. Or Wilder people, with Sam Neill and this kid. This uh, I can't remember the kid's name, but he's going to be in Deadpool apparently. And, yeah, uh, and uh, that movie was fantastic as well. So he's got this really, his really niche sense of humor. Yeah, um, and he's bringing that like to this movie. It seems like it, it's yeah. seriously like the co- like the fucking colors, like the neon colors, the soundtrack for these not, uh, yeah. for uh, for the trailer just. Oh man, it's great! It's great, and I love the fact that these smaller directors are getting big movies. Like uh, Jurassic World, that director Colin Trevorrow came from a small came from a small film, and um, uh, Kong Skull Island. Yeah, uh, and I can't think of the guy's name at the off the top of my head, but uh, and I'm not allowed to type according to Justin, <laughs> so I'm just gonna fucking continue. Um, uh, he came from a smaller film called uh, The Kings of Summer, which was like a really small, like coming of age story drama, yeah, right? Yeah. And then he's directing like Kong Skull Island. And then uh, now Taika Waititi's done these smaller comedies and dramas, is now doing like a Thor film. And yeah. like these guys are really getting their shot at it. And it's great. I fucking love it. Because yeah. it's new, it's fresh, it feels good. And it totally shows in this trailer. It's amazing. Um, yeah. I don't know. Sorry, I've been talking a lot. So no, it's all yeah, good. There, the, yeah. the trailer, like for me, just watching it, like between the the way the soundtrack goes and some of the visuals and the colors and whatnot, yeah. it just screams like 
I think that Marvel's almost trying to go like they kind of had their formula with the way that they did things early on and that really stuck but then Guardians hit yeah and Guardians is kind of I mean it's still in the same vein kind of the same formula as the other Marvel films it just kind of takes itself a little bit differently I think than the other ones do mm. a little bit more fun a little more playful yeah um, but not afraid to take some risks with some weird kind of gags and stuff like sure, that sure um, and the way that they use the soundtrack uh, it just to me that the, the way that this trailer setting it up I think it's trying to position itself a little bit more towards that space than like the original Marvel film sure uh, not a bad thing not a good thing just it's it's a thing and I like I love the trailer like right. it was hilarious so it is a good thing it is a good thing yeah <laughs> it's just uh, I, I, I like that things are in a it seems like in a transitionary period right now with the Marvel films which is good yeah. you've got like you've got that then you've got Black Panther which it feels oh, dude, somewhat man. different based I, on the trailer. I like the trailer for Black Panther and the fact that they, they use that the jewels, on the jewels yeah. track. Oh, fuck. So oh, when I heard that, Wait, I lost my shit. I just saw a trailer that used the... Oh, never mind. It's for... It's Baby that, Driver. No, no, no. Uh, uh, a new movie with uh, Matt Damon called Suburbicon. I yeah I haven't actually yeah, seen the trailer. Watch the trailer for that. It uses the Run the Jewels DJ Shadow track. Oh, for real? It, it uh, Yeah. Um... Nobody speak. Nobody speak. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I literally just watched. There's a documentary on. Uh, it was basically about about the media and Gawker and a few things on Netflix called Nobody Speaks or Nobody Speak or Nobody oh, yeah. Speaks. I yeah, I, I've heard. I read something about that. I, I literally know. watched it only because of that song. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was that, and there's Hulk Hogan's face, and I was like, well, let's huh. see what this is. Oh, Nobody Speak. Yes, that's yeah. uh, that's why I saw yeah. it. Is the song referenced at all? Not at all. God no. damn it. It was no, a little, a little unfortunate. It was a decent documentary. But yeah. Nah, um, but yeah, the color here, Jeff Goldblum. Oh. The bloom. The, the bloom is in it. And let me tell you, he looks... Oh man, he looks hilarious. He just looks he just looks outlandish. Yeah. I don't know who he's supposed to play. I don't know the, the backstory of the characters. Yeah. But Taika Waititi has a pretty good relationship. Because Sam Neill's... Uh, uh, um, New Zealandish. That's yeah. not. That's not. Uh, that's not the term. He's a Kiwi Zealander. Uh, <laughs> he's a. I have no idea of New Zealand. <laughs> uh, I don't know of New Zealand origin. Sure, that's a, that like a goddamn fool. Right now. <laughs> uh, and they they did the hunt for the wilder people just before this this uh, this that was the film he had done before. Yeah, Sam Neill has a cameo in this movie. Get the fuck out of here. He has a cameo in this movie. I love him. Je- but Neil. Jeff Goldblum is in this movie as well. I know. That'll be a good cameo. I'm like, literally, I want Marvel not... And I haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2, yeah. but I do know that Sylvester Stallone and Kurt Russell are both in that movie and do not have a fucking scene together. That's true. Why? Like... Why would you get Tango and Cash in the same fucking movie and you can't write a scene where they're in the same... Like, to get... Oh, it's such a missed opportunity. When when you see the movie, you'll get it, but it's... It sucks. I I completely agree. Look, and I feel like... Maybe they just... The same shit, like, like Marvel's just doing this, they're just trolling us. They're like, oh, we'll just get your favorite actors in the same movie, but they'll never have a scene together. Yeah. They're just gonna pass each other in the hallway and not (laughs) even look at each other. That's it. That's it. Oh, my God. I'd love... I I understand it's a bit fan servicey. Yeah. Like, I get it. I get it. But, you know, and I understand that, you know, you don't want to just write something for the sake of writing it. It kind of ruins the flow. takes people out of the movie. Yeah. But Goldblum and Neil... Come on. Yeah. Like, ah, 
I know. And you know what? They'll probably just go. It's just a total tease again. Um, yeah. So I, I, I'm looking forward to not seeing them in a scene together. I feel like that's what's gonna happen. Expect the worst. <laughs> yeah. Hope for the best. I felt the same way about the Force Awakens. Like I, like the fact that you have Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill's characters returning. Yeah. And they. And they don't have... And spoiler alert. They don't have a scene before Han dies. It's yeah. like... What the fuck? I what are feel you doing? Like, I feel like Who there's just that? like a really like a missed opportunity there. Not a lot of closure. Hamill mentioned um, that. Directly. In oh, did he? Did he basically he? said like... I had a version of how that kind of plays out in my head. And like that's Luke going to rescue them. When they're, they're in like... The, the, I'm gonna call On that plane? Star. The big Death Star. De- Death Star 2.0? Yeah. And, like, him basically going in there and being the one that kind of pulls them out in some form right. or fashion. And, like, being able to reunite with Leia. Being able to reunite with... Just have Han. a scene together. Yeah. It's just... I mean, have he, it. It's just a lot I'm of sure, I'm sure in the next film he will have a scene with Leia. Yeah. But, like, not having a scene with, like, Han... Before just, they like kill him It's a missed off. opportunity. Yeah. You know? It just sucks. It's just... And that's a little different, like you know, Guardians Two with you know the Tango and Cash thing, and then like yeah. the Goldblum Neil thing. Those are just that's just fan service. With with Force Awakens, these are, these are characters that did deserve some kind of interaction. And again, like like spitballing out of that, like Logan, yeah, or like Professor X and Logan not having the exchange right. that they were that you wanted them to have yeah, before yeah. they die. It's just it feels so. It's like you're being robbed. Yeah, you know, like they built so much history and you're being robbed. Anyway, those those two scenarios are about characters and plot and really yeah. like closure. I just want to see Sam Neill and Goldblum in a in a room where they say something funny. Yeah. To each other about cha- I'm a chaos theory, yeah. you know, like or something like that. Like that would be good. Uh, that'd be this is chaotic. <laughs> it it certainly is. Ding. <laughs> like, that's it. Um, I, I met Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. I have a picture. I, have a picture I know. Yeah. I'm like probably the only person in this world that I know that hasn't met fucking Jeff. Goldblum. <laughs> oh, dude, he would actually. There was a place in LA he would go to and play piano at. And people would go. So random. Yeah, super yeah. random. And people like people I worked with would go every so often, just get pictures with them. And stuff. Oh, that's awesome, man! Um, I never went there. I I didn't really ask where it was, but like <laughs> I found out about it kind of late in the game, and I was like, damn, that's kind of cool. Yeah, he seems Sounds like a nice guy. chap. Oh yeah, he was he was super nice. Yeah. Although it was very strange, it was very warm, and he was wearing a parka and gloves. Weird. That is strange. Um, but he could have had a fever. Potentially. So, anyway, Thor trailer is great. Um, a lot of cool shots, and there are a lot of great color, good use of music. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you were in the majority on that one. I yeah. think everybody that's seen it really likes it. Right. Um, what do you got? Well, we'll move over to the next big comic book company producing yeah. films in DC. Valiant. <laughs> hey, actually, Valiant, uh, there's a, a fan film company. Um, yeah. Bat in the Sun. Yeah. And they're producing, I think it's, I don't know how long the film's going to be. It's going to be a fan film, but it's like uh, Ninja K. Oh, yeah, yeah. The three characters? Or something. Yeah. Or yeah. oh, Ninjack. Ninjack? Right? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't I don't know that universe. The Valiant universe isn't oh. something I know either. But basically, like, they have um, the guy that they have playing 
Yeah. Batman. The basically, what's his name? Kevin Porter. He's a fantastic Batman. Yeah. Um, he's playing a character named Armstrong. Yeah. Um, Jason David Frank from um, the the Green Ranger from uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. He's playing Bloodshot. 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 Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, they a bunch That's of guys cool. that they've yeah. used before, and it looks like what they've what. What they've shared so far, it looks pretty good. I uh, I think I saw an image of what Bloodshot would look like. And when I was collecting in the 90s, yeah. I have some Valiant comics. I actually have Exo Manowar, like when it came out, and yeah. uh, a couple of Bloodshot comics. And Valiant was definitely, again, a product of its time. But in the last, what, like six, seven years, yeah. I think Valiant has come back and reinvented themselves. And I think they have a lot of good content. I just haven't I haven't gotten into it. And I was thinking of actually going and getting into uh, Exo Manowar, perhaps. Yeah. And maybe Bloodshot as well. Bloodshot's having a movie, and I saw a headline about Jared, Jared Leto. Oh, yeah, gonna gonna be in the movie. But I, I was thinking of digging digging into some back issues of the relaunch yeah. of Valiant because I think the, that's uh, that's supposed to be uh, yeah. pretty good. I, I did the the Bat and the Sun stuff definitely piqued my interest. So mm. and Bat and the Sun's great. So if you haven't actually checked their stuff out, um, they do superpower beatdown. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you yeah. know, I know you know, it, but for any listeners that are listening, it's. Uh, Superpower Beatdown, they've got some really good older fan films. They, they have a smoking hot Psylocke. That was oh, that's Lord. them, right? Yeah, she is really Jesus. pretty. Holy I don't remember that actress's yeah, name, was... but... Um, it is, is wildly distracting when she's like in any of those videos. I'm just like, what? <laughs> what? Rewind. I know. What? Kind of oogle. Yeah. Um, um, but no, really well produced. Uh, I, I, saw, I think the last one I saw was Wolverine Wonder Woman. Yeah, a lot of like kind of shitty, like misogynistic, like lines. Yeah, I just didn't really. Overly, I didn't really yeah, like, it didn't didn't I suit didn't the character. Yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, it didn't suit the character. I feel like that's like not something he would say. No, he's just, like, uh, he's gruff, short, and huh, literally gruff, yeah. short, and just like to he, the point. He doesn't care. And threatening. Yeah, like he doesn't. He's not. Like he's, you said, misogynistic. Yeah, it sense. was just like really off-putting. Yeah. If they just deleted his dialogue, I think it turns out really well. I think I, they did a really good job. I agree with so, that. Yeah. Um, and uh, Batman City Scars, that is, it's a 30-minute fan film that they made. I have not seen that whole thing. Was well, that one with Nightwing? Or no, that, no, 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 that was a different one. It's, uh, it's, it might not be 30 minutes, between 20 and 30 minutes. But sure. basically, it's uh, the Joker escapes from Arkham Asylum. Batman's yeah. got to track him down. Yep. Um, not so hilarity ensues, but it's yep. it's really really well done film. It's one of the best reviewed Batman films of all time, actually. Crazy! Yeah. I got to check that out. It, yeah. It's worth it for sure. So, yep. Bat and Sun. Anyways, uh, back to DC. Mm. Um, there's a few things that happened. Obviously, they released the Justice League trailer, which yep. it looks Cyborg looks better. It looks better. Yeah, he looks, he better, looks better. Which um, my my worry originally was that well, it's going to be another Green Lantern situation where you've got a head just floating on a CG body. And it did look bad in the first trailer. This one looks better, but it's still to me, it's still going to be I think the same problem. And I, I don't can't remember the actor's name. I think the actor, mm-hmm. he's just very clean. He is very clean. I think that he, I think he's because I'm like, oh, this guy looks like a doll. Like, why is his face so like shiny and plasticky? Yeah. And then it occurred to me that this man probably like furiously exfoliates like every night same and when you're buffs. an actor you've got a buff you've got to exfoliate exfoliate and buff, that's gonna right? be crystal clear yeah and I'm just thinking that partly because uh, he is so dermologically uh, pristine is the fact that <laughs> Cyborg just looks really strange um, but I do I do think it looked better yeah, in this in this trailer I like them using like come together like in terms of like yeah. the 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 
the music for all of these trailers and like it's a cover, I guess, and I don't know who's doing it, but I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I thought Godsmack did a cover for them for for Come Together a while ago, and it's not them. But originally, I Godsmack. thought maybe that was them. Oh man, yeah, Give me some Godsmack. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the trailer looks good. It, you can still see some like they're they're going more with a little bit more tongue and cheek kind of humor here and there. Um, the action looks good. The action yeah, looks cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm hopeful. The, I'm the trailer. Hopeful. So did you notice that when Steppenwolf shows up? By the way, the the trailer opens with Wonder Woman, and there's definitely a focus on Themyscira. Yes. I'm like, they. I mean, you got to know a good thing when you yeah. when you got it. So, yep. props to them for yeah. for recognizing that Absolutely. and like playing it up. When Stephen Wolf shows up, and I first of all, I love his voice. Yeah, Kieran it's really good. Kieran Hines, I think, is the guy who plays him, and he uh, you'd recognize his face. Um, but you know, unfortunately. He was in the second Ghost Rider movie playing the devil. The devil. Uh, but, like, <laughs> that's the thing I can think of right now. But he's also in Game of Thrones and he's in several other uh, movies that I really enjoy. Yeah. He, he played uh, he played uh, Julius Caesar in Rome, the mm-hmm. HBO series. He's a fantastic actor. Yeah. Uh, he does his voice, does that little monologue where it says, like, every, you know, this world will fall and yeah. all the rest. But he said, he says, no more no lanterns. Kryptonian yeah. and no lanterns. And yeah. I'm like, what? He just yeah. fucking said that shit. He's setting like, it up. Man. Yeah, no, but I thought that was really cool. And I, th- I thought the fact that they didn't hint at any like lantern action at all yeah. was kind of cool that he's just hinting at the fact and saying like there's a bigger world. Yeah. It don't have to force it all in. Uh, you just, you know, he just hints like no lanterns. And I was like, oh, that's fucking, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's all CG. We'll see how it turns out. I don't. I. I mean, basically, he looks like honestly, he looks like the way I wanted Ares to look like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's like Ares, yeah. like the second version. Like maybe that's why they did Ares stuff different. Maybe they had this. They guy. had this guy. Maybe. Yeah, uh, his look in the comics, and then especially in the New Fifty Two, or like I think his look has always been really out there. He's got like a mustache yeah. and like stuff like that. So uh, I'm kind of glad they didn't go like purely in that direction. But uh, uh, I like the axe and the whole thing. And I thought the underwater sequences, which is I was always curious, like how this is going to work out. And you get a good, good look at like Aquaman underwater with the hair thing going on. And it looks good. I'm I'm happy with what I saw there. Um, I'm I'm hopefully optimistic, but... I don't know. We'll see, and and I'm yeah. curious to see what the what what the Joss Whedon influence on that will be. I think it'll it'll help probably some of the dialogue and probably some of the beats in the story. Yeah, hopefully, and hope and ideally the studio doesn't get in the way. I I think yeah. that they, I I don't think that they will, man. I honestly don't think that the studio wants to get in the way because well, they're funding like thirty million dollars of reshoots at this point. So yeah, at this point, I think that they want to try and just put out a movie that everybody can get on board with. And I think that they, I don't know, I I honestly do truly believe that they they are recognizing that their original idea or formula that they had with Superman, like Man of Steel, and 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 um, Batman vs Superman wasn't kind of the way to go. Yeah, that tone. Yeah, and then once Wonder Woman hit, they're kind of starting to take notes. And yeah, and I think maybe like the reshoots are fueled by some of those decisions. Yeah, and um, I I for one am sort of I'm kind of looking forward to what they come up with. Yeah, in the reshoots. Yeah, this movie is not going to be perfect. I don't think this movie is going to be as good as Wonder Woman. 
Um, I think it's going to be better than Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Um, I like Man of Steel, so if it's at the level of Man of Steel, I'll be happy. Yep. Um, and by that level of Man of Steel, they're very different movies, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, two things. The Flash makes a really funny joke in this that makes me laugh every fucking time. I've seen the trailer several times, but the, like the line where he's like, do battle. Like, I, I don't know how to do battle. I, yeah. just, I just like run in and like push, push people and <laughs> run away. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. That's great. Like they're playing up Barry as being sort of this like comedic, like the heart of the team kind yeah. of character. Um, but I do want to see Barry become a capable... because. In the in you know in the comics, Barry. I don't want to sound like one of those yeah. uh, one of those purists, but like in the comic books, one of the things one of the traits that I think they should carry over is the fact that he's a forensic scientist. He's smart. He's not you know he's not dumb. He's not incapable, but obviously not built for this sort of like like making him the newcomer is, is I think is okay. Um, in the JLU or the JLA series, it was Wally. It was Wally, yeah. Right? And I always associated this uh, idea, this character, this sort of newcomer and like comedic. I always associated that with Wally West. And when I was reading, I mean, when I was reading, I'm reading comics now, but my ideas behind what who the Flash is are based on Wally West. And that's why this fits, but it's not Wally, it's Barry. Right. So um, I'm kind of, I, I, I like what they're doing. I just, I hope there's an arc there that, gets him into a place of more capability yeah later yeah and uh aquaman riding a parademon through a building like he just likes riding things he's just like riding he's riding the batmobile he's just fucking he's like basically the legolas of this like of this of this movie because legolas in like every lord of the rings movie he's like riding an orc or he's riding a shield or an elephant trunk like he's surfing on something all the time Yeah. yeah right um yeah, like Aquaman riding, like standing on. The, it's a ridiculous shot. Yeah. Like when I saw the trailer, I'm like, "What am I looking at?" Like he's <laughs> just like flying through the sky. And the best part, my favorite part of that, is when he goes through the building and smoothly pops out of the front door, lands walking, and flips his hair. He back. flips his motherfucking hair back. <laughs> he whips his hair back and forth. <laughs> All right, back and forth, sweet baby Jesus. I laughed when, I, and I'm sure they they must have done that on purpose. Oh, like they sure. had to have for done that sure. on purpose. There's no way someone saw that. It's like, yes, this is a serious moment. I want this hair flip to happen. <laughs> um, and what else? There was some. Oh, and obviously the stinger at the end there with what. I would guess they're teasing oh, Superman super, returning, yeah, which everybody sure. knows. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why they're trying to play no. it so bloody close to the chest. I like it. I liked. They know that everybody knows. Yeah. They put it in the trailer. It's right. not like they're trying to keep it a secret. It's they're they're just they're not telling you how. They're not telling you when. It's more of the anticipation of the yeah, moment. Yeah. And I, I don't understand why people are getting upset. They're like, oh, everybody knows. It's like that's not what it's about. It's about how it happens and when it happens. You, you know what it is for me is I I don't care about seeing the trailer. You can hide that, but like, why is he not in any of the promo material? Like, put him in the fucking like. We know he's gonna be in it. Put him on that poster. Like, yeah, that beautiful poster. Oh yeah, yes. With all of them and the Superman symbols in there. 
fucking poster. He's not there. <laughs> yeah, he's not there. Um, let's talk about that poster for a second because that is du- it's, it's a direct, like almost frame for frame recreation of the Justice Alex Ross yes. cover, right? Yes. My only issue with that poster, I love it. I think it's great. I'm like, like finally, we're getting some really unique promos. Yeah. For this one, because I think Wonder Woman had amazing posters, yes. an amazing ad campaign. I think I'll, I see myself buying one of those posters. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, is Aquaman looks fucking weird? Somebody pointed out why he looks weird. He is like, yeah, the lazy. Is eye. it his eyes? It's just, <laughs> yeah, his eyes are like he's got fish eyes. <laughs> I don't know. Like uh, they must have got him just as he like popped out of the ocean. And they're like, geez, he's like, <laughs> he like he's got the googly. But like, how did nobody in post see that and be like, oh, let's just uh, shift that. Yeah, there we go. That's better. Um, you know what? It's insane. more than just the eyes. It's his look. It's the way he's looking at the, the camera. And, yeah. Um, I just, I, I'm like, man, he's so visually interesting, especially the way they've done it with all the hair and the, the beard and stuff. They could have taken a better photo. Yeah, okay. I think in general they forget you know forgetting the lazy eye for for the moment, just like a better because he's kind of it feels like he's looking over his shoulders, struggling to be in the image. He should be. Hey guys, I want to be in the picture. <laughs> yeah. Can I get in? Yeah, yeah. He's just kind of like looking over his shoulder. I, don't, I I think he can look better. His original debut poster. Oh man, it was epic. That was great. They should have taken that look. Right. Yeah. Look how big Cyborg's head is compared yeah. to Aquaman's face yeah. in which you can't really see anything distinguishable about Aquaman in that in that in that piece so it was that's the only uh the other small nitpick is the 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 expression on Wonder Woman's face yeah it's weird it's kind of startled or yeah. like or it's kind of like she Confused. saw something strange and was just like, like she walked in on her parents having sex that is it's, that, yeah. that would be the face you'd make just like yeah kind of broken yeah I think Flash is perfect. I think Batman's perfect. I think Cyborg's good. Yeah. Again, with you know, dermatological excellence. He's um, he's but, moisturized. But uh, and and honestly, this uh, this typeset here for the, the the font and everything for you can't save the world alone. Brilliant! Yeah. I thought that was fucking great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was perfect. Yeah. Great. Thank God for a unique uh, ad campaign because uh, I was getting real tired of all of the shitty posters they were putting out for this movie. Yep. No, this is definitely better. This is less Photoshop, a bunch of promo, single individual promo yeah. shots and stick them With on little things. lens flares in it. I'm right. Real no, fucking this, tired is, of this is flares. cool. This is yeah. definitely cool. I mean, there's nothing I hate more than shitty poster design. I yeah. hate shitty posters, especially... Yes. And I and I hate shitty posters for movies that I'm excited, excited about. about. That's even worse, yeah. right? Um, cool. All right, yeah. Uh, next thing I've got on my list is Ready Player One, yeah, the yeah, trailer. Yeah. So we'll talk about this really quick. I read the. Have you seen, have you read that book? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. So this trailer has stuff in it that I don't remember from the book at all. Like this whole racing sequence that that was weird, like random, completely random. Um, not to say that this is bad. I'm just saying when I watched the trailer, I was I thought I was watching the trailer for another movie, because the even the references, the '80s references they have in the trailer are completely different mm-hmm. than the '80s references they have in Ready Player One. Yes, like uh, the book. I saw the fucking the Iron Giant. I blew my load. Is it not? 
even an 80s film. No, it isn't. Like, that is but 100% a 90s yeah. movie. And a fantastic movie and one of my favorite films of all time. Yep. Which is why when I saw it, I thought maybe it was a reference to another older film whose robot design looked similar. Similar. But I watched the trailer. I'm like, no, that is 100% the Iron Giant from the Iron Giant. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's a maybe the story was written in the eighties. It's possible. Oh no, I don't know. No, no. So the book it was all eighties references. That's when. No, sorry, I'm talking about the the Iron Giant is based on a. I think it's based on a short story. I I don't know. And maybe that short story. I think I think they'll pull like eighties and nineties references. I mean, it's really anything, right? It doesn't necessarily need to be limited to the eighties stuff. But they definitely pushed it. Like oh, I saw, what did sure. I see? I saw what I when Freddy. I saw Freddy Krueger. I'm yeah. like, what am I? Like I don't what even know what I'm watching. What am I watching? I think Duke Nukem's in the background too, which is obviously a '90s reference. See, I haven't even. I didn't even notice that. And yeah, then the DeLorean. I think it's a guy firing a rocket launcher. I think that's Duke Nukem, mm. just based on the silhouette. Though you can't really see much else other than the silhouette. But yeah, um, I saw, I saw the De- you know DeLorean. the DeLorean is just like is in it obviously, and uh, I thought I thought I saw a Terminator. Do you see Terminator? You might be right. I think I saw something similar. I thought I saw Terminator. I haven't read too much There's about this. There's probably tons of YouTube videos like examining, like examining frame it for frame. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'll probably take a look at that at some point. But yeah, no. Um, I mean, it's all going to boil down to what do they have the rights for? They're not going to be able to put Voltron in this film, I think, right? Well, here's the thing. I don't think like, that they own the did, rights. When you write about stuff, <laughs> when you write a story... Can he use whatever he wants? Because I, I guess what I'm always like, maybe he was restricted, so he had to use War Games, that Matthew Broderick film, yeah. like uh, heavily some like Dungeons and Dragons stuff, like more like not obscure, but not nearly as as uh, popular. Yeah. Right. Not nearly as popular, right? Yeah. So, um, but uh, he 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 switched everything. Yeah. Spielberg switched everything and he yeah. made it the mo- like some of the most popular most recognizable icons yeah and uh, I think just because he's Spielberg he can get the rights to do that he could yeah, yeah. I think so well I mean I think he, pro- he produced Back to the Future so maybe the DeLorean thing isn't such a stretch but like Freddy Krueger Freddy Krueger and like the Iron Giant who is it that's that's doing is it Warner Brothers that's releasing that or oh I have no idea production company I'm oh, not sure no. but I mean film companies would be limited to whatever uh, titles that they you know own or have the right. rights to right right um, I don't know that they'll be able to do Voltron I think DreamWorks has the rights to Voltron yeah dude, or maybe I'm, they're just the animated we're in the middle of watching the second season I just Voltron. finished it like, oh dude it's so it's good it's, it's so, so good. good so good DreamWorks um, I was I, when I was there I got to see some early production I was very very similar to what we what the the TV shows are putting right now but like actually right. some of the it was, it's, man it's a good show really yes. really good show excellent show uh, as for the trailer, it's um, confusing. Confusing doesn't really tell you what's going on. It doesn't. Uh, I could see, even having read the book, I was. I think maybe I was confused because I had read the book because I wasn't sure what I was looking at half the time. Um, but I, I just didn't think it did a good job of conveying like what this movie is. Like, yeah. What is it like? Right. It's just a bunch of these references that you're definitely going to recognize, and then you mentioned you it. mentioned the racing scene, which I thought was exceptionally confusing because, and not even talking about it from a stance of it wasn't in the book, 
it just seemed like all of a sudden the trailer stopped and then another another completely different trailer, trailer started. Star- yeah. Like it just, there was a hard line between like the early stuff you see in the battles and the pretty cool yeah. thing and then all of a sudden it's just this weird racing thing yeah. with very little weird. to no context. Like it just didn't make sense. It didn't really tell you anything about what the movie's going to be about. That's right, yeah. Which, yeah, it basically was just like, if you know if you know the book, you know what you're looking at and you know kind of where they're going with it. Yeah. But if it's a new person... They're going to have no clue. They'll yeah. see the Iron Giant and Freddy Krueger and be kind of confused. And then all of a sudden, maybe the DeLorean they spotted or, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. And things were going by fast. We knew to look for some of those references, things from outside of just that culture or the, right. that, that story. That story, yeah. So I, I, I'm kind of like lukewarm on it. I want, I, but I, I am excited. I, I want yeah. to see what Steven Spielberg comes up with Agreed. for this film. It's very CG heavy. Like the, the yeah. whole thing is very CG. It feels very. Uh, I don't know, it just feels very. You know, I, I'm neutral. I'm like, I'm like. Let's just see what he comes up with. It's not a good represent like a teaser trailer is not no. a good representation. So you know, I'll wait and see. But I was just very confused by the trailer. To be yeah. honest, so. one one thing that's interesting for me about the the mostly CG stuff is I don't mind it if it's going to be in the Oasis the whole time. So remember Tron? Oh yes, yes, no, that's good. So there was Tron, and they gave uh, Jeff Bridges the the digitized yeah, facelift yeah. in the scenes where he wasn't in. Um, yeah. Tron. What's the Tron? In the grid? I haven't seen Whatever. either of them. You really haven't? Not bad. Well, anyways, okay. So the digital face look is 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 extremely distracting. But if you limit that just to like the the digital universe, it's supposed to be. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's like okay, I, like I guess that makes sense. He would be look a little digital. So that's why I'm like, if if the the heavy heavy CG stuff is just limited to the Oasis, I can forgive that. That's very cool. But like when you've got like overly you know CG movies that are trying to pass off things for real. Eh, doesn't look so good. Yeah, so I agree. I hope they don't go that route. But. That's a that's a good way of putting it. If they if they put it all in the Oasis, yeah, the digital world, they, he can add this uncanny sort of uh, valley thing yeah. going on in there that's actually plays into the story, which yeah. is really interesting. Yeah. Um, um, all right. Now what do you got? We'll hit the last thing and then probably close this one out. Um, oh, I had a couple more things. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. We're already right, we'll, 52 we'll, we'll, minutes. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll run through. We'll run through. Um, it. The It trailer. Yes. Dude, I so I just recently saw the original... I haven't read the book. I know enough about it that I know that the, the books are... The book's far more dense. The book's like a friggin' Bible. It's huge. Yeah, it's massive. My sister yeah. actually just read it. And oh, yeah. um, the, so anyways, the original film, the Matrix Did she like movie, it? Or? She loved the book, yeah. Oh. The film she saw, she thought it was ass. Which one, the miniseries? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she thought it was ass. But yeah. um, this, I mean, when you compare that, which is obviously made for TV movie, different sure, budget, yeah, whatnot. Yeah. But this just looks like, just the look of the film looks so much better. Um, and it, I mean, the way they're putting the trailers together... Um, the, the, the level of suspense it looks like they're building like it's not oh, like yeah. it doesn't look like it's just gonna be jump scares and this and that um, it looks like they're putting a little bit more thought into how they do it yeah no, um, it looks great and uh, what is this what's the actor's name playing uh, Pennywise um, um, Alexander Skarsgård yeah. yeah he his voice is genuinely creepy I like it better than uh, what Tim Curry, Curry did yeah, yeah. but it just it, I don't know I'm too used to Tim Curry's voice and when I hear him trying to put on some weird it's like it a, just sounds like Tim Curry. Yeah, it does. But trying not to sound like Tim yeah, Curry. Yeah, yeah. You can hear his. You can hear the curryness. The curry. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Great trailer. Like, yeah. oh, it's it's a good trailer. My only beef with these modern 
horror trailers is their reliance on these crazy jump scare uh, jump scare jolts. I yeah. hate those. Yeah. Like I, I hate them because they're not really earned. I know they're trying to make the trailer tense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope the movie itself isn't built like that. Yeah. I, I know a lot of films that are not built like that for which they have trailers like that. And I get it. It's, you know, a minute and a half and you've got to get people invested and shocked and whatever. Right. But I hope that the movie itself isn't like that. But yeah, you know, you actually, there's a scene in that trailer where uh, the kid from Stranger Things, don't yep. know his name, walks into a room uh, filled with like clowns, clowns. Doll, yeah. dolls or whatever. Like, why are you walking into a room like that to begin with? Who yeah. knows? I'm sure the movie will provide a good enough reason. Um, but the Tim Curry Pennywise is in there. Tim Curry. I didn't notice that. Yeah, so in the back, you'll see there's a shot in the back. There are all a bunch of different clowns. Yeah. And one of those clown dolls is made... No, well, no, one of them turns. Uh-huh. But there's one in the corner that's made to look exactly like Pennywise from the miniseries. Uh-huh. It's really... It's a nice little nod. It's pretty... It's it's a nice uh, throwback to, through, to the miniseries itself. Sarsgaard looks great. Um, the kids look like they do a really wonderful acting job. The balloon thing they do, even on the new line balloon. Yeah. By the way, I want to do an episode strictly on our favorite, our favorite, the, our favorite films that modify the company logos before the film. I think that's amazing. I fucking love that. I love when companies do. I love when movies do that. Like The Matrix does that. Yeah. Um, DreamWorks did it pretty well for a couple of their films. Actually, DreamWorks does yeah. it. Um, Del Toro does it for all of his films Um, even the original Blade the New Line Cinema logo that comes up it's typically blue but it's red yeah for Blade like stuff like oh it's great and then this one the the balloon is um, in in the in the logo it's Mm. a New Line it's New Line right yeah and the balloon for for it for it that I'm not sure yeah the balloon's in the in the logo in the the trailer nice and uh, the balloon appearing in the back of the car like Mm -hmm. like popping up there yeah Um, no really good stuff I'm really really excited I think this is going to be like and it's filmed at Port Hope in Ontario yeah the whole town is filmed here just uh, you know a few hours away from Toronto and uh, I think I think it looks great um, yeah, I'm pretty excited. Uh, a couple more things. Um, Stranger Things trailer. We just literally just watched that before this podcast. I hadn't seen it. And I got to tell you, like, the Lovecraftian, like, vibes I'm getting from this, I am absolutely loving. Like, yeah. looking off into the distance, large, like, these, like, this large, looks like a Lovecraftian monster. It looks like something straight out of H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. Um, it's just like the, the that trailer is like an '80s boner. <laughs> like that's literally I if I, that's what I said after I saw it. It's just like I have an erection, and it's basically <laughs> it's the it's it is it is the physical representation for my love of the '80s <laughs> and '80s films and music. It's like that's all it that's that's what it is. Yeah, and um, like thrill like. They're they're playing thriller and there's like they're dressed as Ghostbusters. It was almost too much. Yeah, yeah. it was almost too much for me. I'm like, oh my god, they're just like mashing things together, and I my head spinning right yeah. now. 
Um, it matches together so well too. Yeah, it, it, it does. Like some of the job. some of the expressions some of the characters and can put on their faces to just they don't even have to convey much. And all you like Winona Ryder's exceptional at that. Like oh yeah, she puts good. Yeah. on that kind of like that really upset, stressed, terrified face. You feel it. Like yeah, at least I do. I don't know, but like it's you see that and you're like fuck something bad's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. She's she plays stressed out so well. Yeah. And I almost got a little tired of her stressed outness really? in the first season. Oh, in the first season. It was yeah. just like it, too much. It was, like yeah. she was just stressed out all the time and yeah. like freaking out all the time. And it got it, it it pushed me a little, but I wasn't, you know, like I I could understand the character's sort of reasons for being that way. Right. So enjoyed that. I'm I'm really happy to watch it. Like that and the it trailer. They're both like '80s films. They they share an actor. The original it because uh, that kid, the kid uh, that's oh, in the Stranger yes. Things. Yeah, but uh, the original it takes like the book takes place in the '60s, and they actually bumped it up to the '80s. And I feel like that's a direct result of the success of Stranger Things. I'll be honest with you, um, or or maybe it was already in the '80s. They updated it mm-hmm. just to make it more relevant. So like I think a lot of folks are not gonna. If you're playing to this time period, the nostalgia comes from the 80s. True. In like a decade or two, it's going to come from the 90s, right? Yeah. So I feel like they, if they were ever going to do a remake in 15 years, they would do the 90s. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, yeah, no, it looks good. Uh, I had a couple more. I had another thing. The Dark Tower released two posters. Finally, two good posters for the film. Because honestly, this movie was releasing really awful artwork for its posters yeah the entire time really uninspired just terrible terrible like pieces but these two posters one is of the gunslinger one is of the man in black and they're both drawn by jay lee Mm -hmm. really well done posters he did the marvel adaptation of uh um the gunslinger sorry not the gunslinger but the wizard in glass but Mm -hmm. but the dark tower the gunslinger born that was the name of the book there was actually a series of 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 traits that he had done he has beautiful beautiful artwork immediately recognizable but like great great profile like the first posters where i'm like oh yes like this is unique um advertisement for for the film yeah like what it deserves it deserves something unique it deserves something striking um so yeah so i was happy about that the thing board game outpost 31 or whatever the mondo tease is making that board game yeah i read about that a while ago so they had i think they had a demo version of the game at the comic-con and they were playing and it looks pretty good and i'm pretty excited i think i might purchase it when it comes out just because i love the thing and um mondo and all the even all the art just looks great right you know like Mondo does not half-ass anything, so... No. Guillermo del Toro came out with his own tequila. Oh, fuck. I saw that. It's yeah. like $400 a bottle. Yeah. And, and I'm um, strongly considering getting it. Yeah. I'm a tequila fanatic. Well, fanatic might be a bit of a strong word, but I like me some tequila. And bottle of del Toro's would be good. And dude is in and out of Toronto. I would literally try and stalk him to be able to sign the bottle. Be like, do you mind? Do you sign the bottle? I want to buy it just, like, at some point just to get it as... Even after like piece. drinking it, yeah. like, so there were two things. There's the vod- Dan Aykroyd's vodka, the Skullhead, the, the Skullhead vodka, yeah. and then like this box like next to each other would look really nice. Um, so there's that, and then uh, the last thing I have here: Beast Wars Megatron. 
that oh, uh, prime the prime, prime one studios yeah holy they've done some good stuff God. they have a really really good optimus prime as well their shit man they they do a good job good with lord their statues yeah good lord that thing looks amazing yeah the and texture of the actual beast is really really good and then all the robotic parts look robotic but like the texture looks like biological it's it's just they do a really and i i honestly um Love the design of Megatron from Beast Wars. Oh, me too. Yeah. Oh, it's flawless. Yeah. I think it's like perfect. Yeah. He goes through some other iterations and they're not nearly as good. No, not this as is so, so good. And they really play it up. It looks fantastic. I think he has a light yeah. on the inside of the 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 T-Rex mouth gun yeah. thing he's got going on. Fantastic. And there's a bunch of like sideshow collectible stuff. I saw a video of Shy at the Sideshow. If I had infinite money, I would spend it all there. Sideshow's yeah. stuff, I mean, they've got their one-sixth line. Well, it's not really Sideshow. I think Sideshow's just the distributor, but they, they deal in the, the high-end collectibles. Sure. Right? Yeah. So like you've got Hot Toys that does the one-sixth Hot Toys, line. that's what Their stuff is, is Sorry, yeah. immaculate. They just released a couple of, uh, like they have the, the tech suit Batman or the... Um, yeah. Oh, the whatever. Justice League. Yeah. yeah, the Justice League one with the, the one that looks like Night Owl. Yeah. Um, yeah. They just released some of the, some images of that. There's all kinds. I mean, everything that they've done, all the the Marvel ones, the the Dark Knight ones, look yeah, fantastic. My buddy Jason in LA, he had um, he had all of them. Well, maybe not all of them, but I think he actually got the Jack Nicholson one as well at some point. But he had the Heath Ledger Joker, he had the uh, the Christian Bale Batman. Just those figures are so good. I saw one image of the Hot Toys fig. I didn't even know they were figures of Jack Nicholson's Joker and Heath Ledger's Joker. And someone did a little photo shoot where Jack Nicholson's got his like Joker's got his hands on his shoulders, yeah, yeah. kind of like sitting behind him. And I'm like, holy shit, that looks. Until you zoom in, you don't realize you don't realize they're that they're actually they're figures. It's yeah. like they're sculptures. It's just amazing. Yep, amazing. Anyway, we've gone way over time. Um, as usual. Yeah, as usual. Not too bad. Yeah. We're just a minute and five, or a minute, an hour and five almost. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's it. I mean, it was a good, it was, uh, I, I love the news all rolling in. It's my, some, some of the fi- like favorite times to be a fan, yeah. to be honest, just to get all this like wonderful news coming in. And you'll notice that this is sort of devoid of actual comics news because that really. <laughs> Comic Con is no longer Comic Con at this point. I yeah, mean, there, there is stuff there's stuff there. Like there's like, the, the the DC stuff that I follow, like Metal. They're doing that Metal Universe thing, yeah. which is which is really cool. I've, I've seen some designs, and it just I don't know enough about it because I've been doing basically back issues and like non Marvel DC stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'm always keeping a beat on like what's going on, and you know, um, but. Um, the, the, the recent big two Marvel DC news in terms of comics is always stuff that I'm half in the know about and half not. So yeah. um, I, I thought it's probably better not to speak about it just because I didn't have all the context. And, and I don't know that there's any big announcements at Comic-Con, more just rehashing of stuff that we already know about or sure. that stuff that's already been released. Sure. So like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just, I had, when I was researching for, for, for this podcast, I didn't actually see anything comic booky. Right. And it's like, it's, it's becoming more comic con. Like I said, it's gotten worse over years and it's because these big box, big box, these big studios basically are using it as a grounds to show stuff, more big cinematic stuff, yeah. or TV or whatever. Yeah. Like TV's got a huge presence over there oh, at yeah. this point. So we didn't even know. talk about the DC Marvel TV stuff. No, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's just, there's, there's massive so much. Too. That's kind of what comic con's becoming. It's more about media than uh, like, you know, digital media than comic books so much. Yeah, more, that's right. 
I, I don't know if that's unfortunate or not, but that's kind of the change in the times. Yep. So it is what it is. Agreed. Um, did you have anything you want to promote? We didn't actually talk about that before. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like I mentioned the library just recently. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to talk about, I'll take two minutes to talk about this. I encourage everyone to get a library card. Being a comic book fan, it's expensive to buy all the stuff that you want. And uh, you certainly don't want to steal it. So um, there are other ways. The co- like the library here, like in Toronto, like in New York, I, I, had a, I had a library card for a little while. But in Toronto, I recently got one a couple of months ago, a few months ago. And I was happy to discover that the library has a huge... Uh, a huge selection of uh, comic books Mm -hmm. lots of trades all these three books I mentioned at the beginning were from the library Um, I've read books that I've kind of wanted to read but never really wanted to purchase because I didn't know whether I would like them or not they're all at the library and some books I couldn't even find to purchase I found a copy at the library Mm -hmm. it was crazy Um, I'm a a huge fan of that Um, and I'm just like really impressed with their selection. And I was even thinking if there's stuff I didn't want, that maybe I would even go ahead and donate it to the library. Cause I think there's, it's important. I think this is a form of, this is an, this is a form of media that I think only now, only recently is starting to get uh, not, maybe not recently, but I think generally the comic book form is not treated with the same respect as like uh, a, uh, a novel. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, I think it's important for people to be exposed to. It's just another medium. You got, you know, you have film. You've got like like books, like written, like literature, and then you have the thing that's in between. Like yeah. it's, it's like the visual and the textual experience like put together. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the more people that experience it, the better. Whenever I go to the library, there are a lot of kids there, and I think that's really great. That I think they have, um, and they have a lot of this stuff available for for kids to read. Um, it's great. I, I I think that at some point, I, like I said, I'm going to do some donations, perhaps, or try and get involved, like even on a volunteer level, just to you know help out, or you know, um, you know, something like that. I just I was just really happy to see that this even exists, like yeah. this, this this level of selection, right? So I definitely recommend like just grabbing a library card, and all you got to do is go on the on, the, on like the Toronto Public Library. You go to the website and just look up the book. Mm-hmm. And if the, they have it and it's at some other library, you just order it. They ship it to your library. They let you know when they've got it. And you go in and you pick it up. Nice. Sweet. So it's it's really great. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I think everybody should go ahead and uh, grab a library card, as silly as it sounds. Um, everyone should have one and they should make use of it. And it's not just comics. I, I use it mostly for comics because I... I I can digest those fairly quickly, mm-hmm. but my wife reads like avid, like an avid reader, and she reads books very, very quickly. You know, she you know, like her and I both went to sign up, and now she, you know, you stop buying books, you 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 just take them out for loan at the library. They have audio books. Yeah, they've got uh, they've got music. It's just tons and tons of tons and tons of stuff. They have three D printers there. They have three like, D printers. Yeah, there? that you can that you can like take a free course and then you can use it. So stuff like that, just like, oh, it's great. I think it's a great resource, and I think it's just something that got. Now maybe I'm just I'm preaching to the choir, and everybody already you know already does this, and it's all news. But I lost touch. Yeah, I lost touch with the library entirely, like uh, over the years, and uh, I'm just like 
really glad to reconnect and like have this like abundant resource, you know, this resource where I think that whenever I want to read something or consume something, I check the library first. And that's kind of a habit of mine now. So, so yeah, that's what I want to promote. Support your local library. Support your local library. Go and get a library card. Make use of your local library. Whenever you rent, take a book or a movie or a audio book or music out, treat it with respect. Don't, don't you doggy ear those fucking pages. I swear to God, I will find you. <laughs> yeah, don't. Uh, yeah, don't. Uh, you know, try not to. You know, spill coffee on the book and you know, like completely ruin it for other folks. Right? They're gonna have wear and tear on them. Right? But uh, you know, try your best to treat them with respect and return them as you got them. All that stuff, and uh, somebody else can enjoy them. So yeah, that's my that's my little. That's my little bit, my little promo. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, I think we'll close it off. All right, man. This is Otto. This is Justin, guys. Thank you for listening, and uh, until next time. Cheers. See ya.